Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the MTG Conflux cast. My name is John and I'm joined this week by my co-host Chris. Hello. And Steven. What's up? <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about today's update to the Pioneer ban list as well as covering the results of our first big batch of Pioneer events. But before that, we're going to get into our weekly roundup like we always do. Chris, what are we going to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, John. <laughs> Talk about some amulet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it away. <laughs> well, to the surprise of exactly nobody, I played amulet at FNM. Wow. And he went 4-0, or he went 3-1, and he lost to the Blood Moon deck. Or he went 1-3, and he lost to all the Blood Moon decks. Oh man, this is like uh, this is like FNM Simulator right here. <laughs> well, Amulet Simulator 2019. <laughs> while you are correct, I went three and one. I in fact did not lose to the Blood Moon deck. Ah, uh, I vanquished sure. my my greatest foe. But who did you um, lose to? I lost to Eldrazi Tron of all things. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, we lost to the same guy but i lost round one and chris round like what round three so two, I think? two yeah so he got set with seventh place and i got 10th mm. rude yeah <laughs> it, it was sad times we both bolted to five game one so it was kind of a shit show except for he drew a <laughs> temple so he wins um he's also on the play <laughs> yeah. and then game two he had Charles on zero and on one Holy mother. Seems good. Which Be good, man. was okay, I guess. But um, the real problem was Double Smasher yeah. with a Dismember. Yeah. That's, oof. that's a big fucking oof that's right there. That's pretty Holy good. Shit. Double Smasher is so hard to beat. Oh. So the problem was I played a Titan and I could have... It was... Um, it, should, it would have stabilized the game if he didn't have dismember. Which, Shocker. Right, which he did. <laughs> you tell me Titan out, wins games when it's not removed? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. so the, the problem was I had People to die when they the are Titan. killed. <laughs> so if I had like one more life, I wouldn't have even... Okay, not one more life. If I had... Um, Some more life. Two more life... I think I wouldn't have even had to block the Smasher. And, yeah, and therefore I wouldn't have um, done the big die. Mm. <laughs> and I could untap with my Realm Titan and then probably win from there. Look at this guy wanting to have the game start at 22 life instead of 20. Huh. <laughs> if only there was a card that let you do that. Yeah, so apparently it's a punt, you know. I, I, the turn prior, I attacked. I got like Valentine, Tori West, make two zombies off field. That went clearly. I should have gotten like I don't know, something plus Radiant Fountain to gain the two life to not yeah. have to like to play around the dismember. <laughs> My opponent might have. <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking? Gosh, jeez. Because it's like if he doesn't have dismember, getting T West, they're so like you know, it's it's way better to pick up the T West. Obviously, it's better, but. And he has like Would two cards left, like one or two cards left in his hand. It's like, eh, what are the odds of dismember? And he like shoves us both, like, oh, 100%. I see. <laughs> ah, I see. I've made a mistake. 
And then on top of that, he followed up with a post-combat um, TKS to take my Yikes. only non-land card out of my hand. Yikes. Which wasn't that relevant because it was locked down by a chalice anyway, but... But he, but he had, like, just a nut. I still could have won if <laughs> I had um, top decked another Titan, just naturally. Sure. Just kind of obnoxious. <sighs> and I had two tries. I was even playing the stupid Thornwind Falls. So I played that, drew another card for another shot, and I missed on both, so I lost. But, you know, we, we tried. We tried. Both sides fought hard. But yeah, the, the real story of the evening is I, I've managed to finally vanquish the evil that is the mono-red prison deck that's played <laughs> by Will. Yeah. It only- it's not just any mono-red prison deck, you know, with... Um, standard chalices and blood moons and stuff. This guy, this guy is playing Karns <laughs> and main deck random metallurgic, um, not metallurgic something, sorry, um, liquid metal coatings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and main deck fucking shenanigans so he can just like strip mine you every turn. Wow. Turn your shit into artifact shenanigans dude chris spent so much time in the tank this match i thought it was a dragon ball z filler episode he was just in the hyperbolic <laughs> time chamber the whole time man <laughs> so, so so miraculously i do the big the big luck and uh he never drew blood moon game one steven's fucking died <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Sorry, I just imagined that scene with like the camera angles and just like Chris with the hand, with his hand on his forehead and just like the slow zoom I into need his more face. Power. <laughs> I've got to beat Goku. <laughs> oh shit! Apparently, that's my Vegeta impression. That was too good. <laughs> Oh, he was kind of like a crowd uh, of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Anyways. Maybe Bakura? Bakura, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Ridge Bakura? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. So I almost... I, I do a dumb game one, and I almost... I could have gotten punished for it, but didn't, so hashtag skill game. Uh, My favorite... Game two, he he kind of poops on me a little bit. Just a little, little bit. A little bit of anal leakage. <laughs> so, I put a Rookthar into play with his, his ensnaring bridge. Like, aha, Rookthar beats ensnaring bridge. And then he plays a Hazret and is like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Oof. It's like, hmm. Yeah, not, not, not getting out of this one. <laughs> Uh, he was followed up the next turn with a uh, Mycosynth Lattice with the Karn, so that was... <laughs> Didn't even need to kill you that way, holy shit. Still had all these. Yeah, and then uh, game three, I defeated the Blood Moon. Uh, Force of Vigor is a pretty good magical card. And I eventually killed him with a ton of zombies. Sneaking under his Ensuring Bridge because, as it turns out, his deck has a lot of four mana cards in it. You know what a a, a a seeming spirit guide deck is not very good at doing? Playing multiple four mana spells on the same turn. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. 
So I actually won in turn five of extra turns. And the deepest in the tank I probably was was on turn three, thinking about how I could like present lethal on turn five without losing to um like a blood moon off of the top because I was thinking about pacting for something. So my line ends up being pack for Rexage to blow up Moon and then transmute Teloria West for Bajookabog to make a zombie plus exile his shenanigans because he had liquid metal coating in play. So that way I couldn't lose to um, Blood Moon plus like abrade your forest or something. All I know is I don't want to hear fucking shit about my brainstorms ever again. <laughs> anyway, I won. So that's all that matters. <laughs> we have lost Steven. Rip. Yep, Steven's bye-bye. Oh well. Continue on. <laughs> um and then round 4 I get paired against a homebrew. Some sort of band control deck. And he gets bamboozled real good when he turned to, I believe he's on the play. He like just turned to, fetches Serum Vision's main face and passes back, and I just untap and turn two play an Oko. <laughs> he's like, huh. I wasn't expecting to have to hold up Kata Magic for something like that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then he proceeded to die to the Oko. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you hear that? Um, Eternal Weekend. In, like, top eight, someone won by turning uh, their fucking Black Lotus into an elk with Oko and attacking with it. (laughs) Oh, man, that just... Oh, I don't know why, but that just just gets me in all the best ways. See, Black Lotus even stronger than it ever was. Oh man! Hey, no, you know you can't cast a black lotus. You can't use a black lotus to cast Oko on turn on turn one unless you have blue or green mana already. <laughs> so uh, you know it's basically trash at that point. So just turn it into an elk. <laughs> yeah, three three much better. <laughs> three like, mana or three power and three toughness. Choice what, is easy. What wins games? Mana or damage? Come on. We all know vintage is a format about getting in the red zone <laughs> with with uh, what is it hill giants <laughs> or no train armadons right it's a train armadon uh, yeah love it I go what because it's green yeah <laughs> remember when we used to have to pay one green green for that Whew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ravnica came along with watchful from like oh hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you just get watch wolves for free. Just handing them out, man. It's like uh, it's like when going down to the health center and just getting free condoms. Elk is just handing out free elk. You just get them on a strip, man. Just tear one off. <laughs> Although um, elk elk is worse than watch wolf against uh, ultimate price. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty happy with my opponent's ultimate pricing my elk. <laughs> ultimate price your black lotus elk. Hmm. <laughs> Man, that's when you know vintage would really be in a weird fucking state. People were playing ultimate price. Ooh. I mean, it could happen in, like, what? Vintage cube? Does, does vintage yeah. cube have ultimate price? 
I think so, yeah. I think it does, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Oko's going into Vintage Cube. It's not in mine yet, but I'm sure I'm sure it has a home there. It's like, oh, we're adding Oko, we're removing ultimate price. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a swap? Is this a cut? <laughs> he did not obey the rule, the law of equivalent exchange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take put this fucking civic planeswalker in the cube. Take out a black instant. Yes, this is this is reasonable. Uh, anyways, so uh, any other uh, speaking of, of cube, I guess you want to tell us more about your weekly roundup. <laughs> oh yeah. So speaking of vintage cube, uh, played a little bit of cube at um, your house, John. Mm-hmm. And much to the surprise of I don't know any I don't know if anyone was actually surprised, but um. We drafted twice, once with Vintage, once with Popper. I ended up in blue, black, and both, which is usually what John drafts every single fucking draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, my my Vintage deck was pretty hot garbage. Not gonna lie. Um, but I had Ancestral Recall and Mana Drain, at least. Yeah. Well, you, I, you, I managed exactly zero things the entire three rounds. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, Felt bad. Like I drew count my counter spell, but never my my uh, mana drain. One of these is better than the other. Anyway, I uh, beat um, other Chris on Storm round one in a quite obnoxious way, I suppose. As it turned out, I just punted game one anyway. So my my deck is so janky. I'm playing Abyss as like just removal, <laughs> and like yeah. oh, what do I play like Wormquell Engine to go with my Abyss? Well, no, because someone else took that drawn. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Noxious Gearhulk though, so not 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 zero synergies, but but not a lot. Anyhow, um. So I could have played Abyss holding up Counterspell and then next turn play a Mindslaver holding up Counterspell, but instead of just like, eh, I'm going to tap off for Mindslaver right now. Kill me or you lose. And he untapped and killed me. <laughs> um, but game two, I played an Ashok on turn three. Plussed it. Exiled Ablative Carol Keep, um, Glenalindra Archmage in a land. So next turn, I got a free Galenalindra Archmage against the Storm deck. <laughs> yeah. And then the turn after that, I plussed and exiled his Brain Freeze, and he's conceded. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty tough one to win with. Yeah. And then game three, we just sat there the whole time looking at each other, because I guess he just drew all his, he drew his Lines Desire and his um, Brain Freeze and his Dark Magician, but he had no, like, rituals or anything to get Spellmaster <laughs> to, like, do anything. Yeah. So I just sat there with my commit. My my only interaction was commit. <laughs> oh man. And so eventually I'm just attacking with my Mishra's workshop uh, factory, sorry. Just for two every turn. Holding up this fucking commit. <laughs> and I finally like um imp seal for my mana drain, like, aha, certainly there's no way he can beat two pieces of interaction. And he, he could not. But my clock was drastically increased when he played a Monastery Mentor. And I got to, um, like, cast down it or something. And then on my turn, reanimate his Monastery Mentor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, thanks for the help. 
Yeah, Mentor's pretty good against the creatureless opponent. Yeah. No blocks here. Yeah, and then in uh, Pauper, unfortunately, I had to leave before. So I, like, team-drafted with um with Kevin. Because I, I couldn't stay to play all three rounds. But um our first round, I played against Mike on Monogreen. He just fucking shits on us. <laughs> yeah, your deck was sweet, but... uh Glacial. Yeah. <laughs> So the plan of our deck was to 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 combo our cavern harpy with a bunch of various ETB creatures like either Adept or Pondering Mage or Mnemonic Wall. Dimrova Horror. Dimrova Horror, yeah. All these like, you know, eight mana bloops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it was sweet, but uh he was just playing mono green monsters, so Yeah, so the the problem was we just would like do nothing, maybe like counter something, and then turn five, play Mnemonic Wall to pick up our counter, and he's like, oh, you tapped out, here's a big fucking green creature, and like, wow, we can't beat this card. We can't beat this random creature, so we lose now. Yeah. Like, Gorilla Shaman, can't beat it. Like, man, I hope we draw one of our, like, 700 bounce spells in our deck. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I also got destroyed by Mike's just mono green idiots deck. Uh... Was not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. So the last time I drafted that deck in Popper Cube, it was hot garbage. Because you get all these sweet ramp cards like Steve, you know, Land of War Elves, Rampant Growth, blah blah blah, and then you realize that all the creatures you're ramping into fucking suck. Yeah, that's changed in the last year. They were so bad. Like Ulamog's Crusher was the best thing to be ramping into. Yeah. And that was, like, it. There was nothing else, like, va- like Mall Splicer, I guess, was the next best thing. Yeah, it was, like, Mall Splicer and Walker of the Grove. And like, now... Those were it. And now it's, like, Wrecking Beast, Rampaging Hippo, Silverback Shaman, Overgrown Armasaur. There's just, like, a lot better yeah, top and, end. like, the Rampage Dinosaur, like, made the fight cards so much better. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it just like spits out a 1-1 every time it takes damage, and you're like, pounce. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, you know, epic confrontation, kill your big, you're like, your only big creature, make a 1-1, slap yeah. you for a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the big green idiots are a lot better than they used to be. You used to complain about that a lot with the popper cube, but there are uh, new additions yeah. So. Anyway, so uh, how's your last two weeks in Magic been, John? Well, I have been playing a fucking shitload of Pioneer. I'm sorry, <laughs> how I, much? A fucking shitload. <laughs> I think I've played a minimum of 20 leagues. So, um, almost all of them with four colored cats. And a couple with blue red and mono red prowess, which suck. <laughs> really bad. Was not impressed with those decks. But 4C Cats was busted. Um, we got a 5 0 and a pile of 4 1s, a couple of 3 2s, and then like we had a couple of the rails came off. I think one or two, two threes, but never worse than that. Never dropped. Um, so. But uh, definitely there was a period where everyone was playing like these go wide aggro decks that just like if you didn't have the combo like on turn three, four, you just gonna fucking die to like getting sworn by all these like 
hasty idiots that get pumped. <laughs> so that was kind of not the greatest, but that kind of like died out pretty quickly and the deck just went back to being insane. Um, just like definitely I'm trying to figure out like how often it happened, but turn three kills, not uncommon. <laughs> you just go like land goose turn to Sahili copy, uh, the goose to like stockpile a food and then um on your next turn you uh felidar bar wait what was it sorry i'm trying to remember the line now for the turn three it's like on turn three you just copy your goose basically and uh well, you could a, just play other land and use your goose yeah, with yeah, the yeah. food you made the next previous turn yeah exactly and the colors work out that way usually and then you just go off on turn three <laughs> it's fucking dumb <laughs> yay magic yeah yeah um but yeah oh, the <laughs> new format what have we found we found that we're dead yeah it's it turn four is pretty consistently turn threes occasionally and then just grinds like crazy because of oko and Felidar Guardian and just like um the version I was playing at the end had four wicked wolves. They're calling it four color cat food. Because <laughs> it had all the food enablers at Wolf, Goose, and Oko. And so you just like you just sit there and you just grind them out with like blinking your planeswalkers or blinking your oath of Nissa. Just like, oh, I'll play this to fairy, I'll minus on my oath of Nissa, draw a card, replay oath of Nissa find another planeswalker play the planeswalker and like it just you just i would like you outvalue like these decks playing like um uh what's the the gear hulk uh the blue gear hulk um torrential torrential, torrential. gear hulk like torrential gear hulk and dig through time you just like outvalue them <laughs> it's like how is this happening like we're drawing more cards and like generating more value than they are it's absurd just um and then like if you get backed into a corner you just like dig like crazy and abandon the board state and hope to find the combo and if they don't have an erection you win there's so many games like that where i was just like grinding 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 and it's like oh i'm falling behind on board uh okay well we're just gonna give up board control and like uh minus my teferi into the ground to bounce the oath to like dig for both or the either the other half or both halves of the combo and like got there a not insignificant amount of the time <laughs> uh played against saffron olive um he's uh on stream he's streaming this like possibility storm deck i didn't even realize that like teferi just like destroys possibility storm yeah it's like whoops that's a mistake chat's like haha what a fucking idiot it's like well i watched it afterwards i was like i feel dumb now oh well but like just in the in like game three i was like oh i'm falling behind because he's got like these glory bringers and garbage and like i can't beat these glory bringers because they're just like insane against planeswalkers and random idiots like my deck is doing so i just like hail married into the combo and killed him eh, no justice in the world <laughs> just play busted decks so but playing a lot of that uh i took four color uh another four color pile the snow deck back out to fnm i got three one with that i also lost to the same aldrazi tron player that chris did uh deck feels really good as well um definitely still enjoying that in modern it's definitely where i want to be in the format 
It's uh, super interactive, super flexible, a lot of card advantage. Um, so yeah, I've just been having a, a hell of a time playing these fucking four color greed piles in both formats. I am excited that there's been some shakeup to the Pioneer format though, because the cat deck honestly was getting kind of boring. Uh, I mean, it was like fun Ugh. playing a busted deck, but like, it, Ugh, I'm so tired of winning. It's oh, my just, life is like, so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely like good for my for my balance, uh, my balance sheet on Moto. Man, I got a lot of a lot of play points in chess now, but uh, I'm ready for something a little bit more mentally stimulating than like. How quickly can I jam the combo? Oh, okay. Like, Just play the amulet. Yeah. Not in... It's not... No. <laughs> Maybe in modern I will borrow Chris's amulet deck, but I don't think you can do anything even close to that in uh, in Pioneer, especially not the... Bet, the, uh, bet me. The, the late bet. lines no, been banned you, now. You bet me. You bet me now, and I'll tell you how to do it. No, I'm good. Yep, Primal Titan, not legal in Pioneer, trash format. Amulet, also not trash. legal. <laughs> like, a lot of the cards are not legal, Azusa. Yeah, not many of the cards are legal. Coolands, mm -hmm. Not legal. Yeah, like, most of the deck is not legal. Snakes, not legal. Packs, not legal. Sorry, West, not legal. Like, how many lands in this deck are, are actually legal? <laughs> like, Field of the Dead. Field of the Dead. Very yeah. few. Yeah. <laughs> uh let me play fucking like a bajuka vog or radiant <laughs> i don't even think radiant of fountains legal uh i think it is Possibly. i thought they reprinted i thought they reprinted that but anyways um i'm pretty sure it one's legal but uh why would you play it uh so yeah we cubed i drafted um you said i always draft green black and our blue black and blue i did black. actually i played sultai <laughs> Played like a bad Sultai Eureka show and tell deck. I was like, oh yeah, like, your deck was worse than mine. I was kind of like, <laughs> I was angling to play kind of like a mid rangey deck, and then I got past Eureka and was like, well, I'll take this because there's not much better going on. And then it was like, a show and tell came by, and I was like, great, I guess I'll keep my out for big dumb idiots now. And I don't know, I ended up with kind of a pile. <laughs> and kind then, of a pile. And Pioneer, I drafted, or not Pioneer, and uh, Popper Cube, I drafted. Uh, a sweet uh black white uh like uh token sack outlet deck that was really cool um just like morbid triggers and a lot of the creatures that like um like sack your own stuff for value and then like um doomed witness and or hunted witness and doom traveler type stuff um a lot of like things that make a token when they die or put two bodies into play uh, and then a little bit of extort sprinkled in for good measure. That deck was sweet. I'm sad I lost to the stupid. Uh, actually, no, I think I actually I think I beat my Spawn Green deck actually in the end. I think I think I got him like I barely cheesed him out in the third game. I think actually, I think I forget. Maybe he won. I don't know. I have terrible memory. Anyways, it was sweet. I love that deck. It was fun. Um, Stephen, have you had a chance to play? Uh, any magic since we last talked two weeks ago? Yee. Yee? Oh, man. What do you played? Nothing in paper, though, which makes me depressed. But uh, I have been playing Pioneer. Um, I've been playing two decks. One is Affinity, uh, which is... You the, know, red, the red blue one? Yeah, well, red, blue, white. Um, the, put the scissors on a guy. Put the ghost fire blade on a guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's super fast. 
It's uh, fuck you, fuck that deck. <laughs> it's explosive. I've died to that deck a lot. <laughs> yeah, so so basically, you go like turn one. Um, oh, let me pull up the list because because it, it really like, is just like super fast. You just dump a bunch of fucking ornithopters into play, and yeah, it yeah, feels so you just go like, like good old affinity. Well, you go like turn one ornithopter, turn two, uh, or you can even go like turn one ornithopter, spring leaf, ghost fire, turn two. Uh, you can make the Ornithopter a 5-5 five, five and swing in, and then turn 3, you can uh, give it plus plus X plus X, which is X is the board, or give it Teamwork Battle Rage and equip, um, and that usually does the trick. Are uh, you playing the, the two and a blue creature that like turns an artifact into a 5-5? Five, five? Uh, the enchantment? No, it's a creature. There's a creature that make, makes one of your artifacts a 5-5 five, five, as long as it's in play. I have never Something heard of this animator. card. Yeah, I've played against that. It's like it seems pretty decent. Interesting. It's like a one three for two and a blue that turns your artifact into a five five. I'll have to look into that. Play. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm getting um, clowned on by that and people playing fucking ginger brute. <laughs> ginger brute. Yeah. So so I remember we had this conversation last uh, two weeks ago, where you were like, where I kind of was like, ah, eh, ginger brute's not that great, dude. In a format that isn't controlled by like lightning bolt, fatal push, path to exile. Ginger Brute is the nut. The card's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's like, okay, I play my Ginger Brute and equip it, um, equip Ghost Fire Blade to it, and uh, pay one mana and attack. You can't block it. I had a really long match with that deck where I was actually like racing, and we end up in a scenario where he has like the Ginger Brute and then like another thing that's like suited up. And we get into like really, really close race, and then he just eats the fucking Ginger Brute. <laughs> To yeah. gain three and and get above range, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, it I've makes... literally never seen anyone use that part of the card outside of limited. Yeah, so <laughs> so it's actually pretty cool because in against like mono red or against like the decks that just like are racing like one for oneing, uh, and you're like trading damage back and forth. Ginger brute is clutch because you just play it and you sack it, and hey, look at that! I'm now ahead. Well, you like block and sack it. Too. Right. It's so gross. You're like over here, ginger brute user looking like a snack. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, so the other card, the other card that's been a that's been like a huge, huge like bomb every time I played it was uh, especially you know post like obviously before this banding, but like. Uh, because everybody was being trying to be so greedy and so uh, egregious with their mana base and like with the amount of cards they can put into their deck, uh, Stone Coil Serpent has been amazing. Yeah, like card's absolutely really like an MVP of this deck where you just pl- I, I've literally like never played it for more than two. But every time I play it, yeah, it's just like my opponent's like, oh, shit. Like, I have uh, Assassin's Trophy, I have Abrupt Decay, I have all these other... Teferi, Oko. Right, like, all these like, other multicolored easy things. Easy Charm, like... <laughs> Every, like, all removal Ugh, is multicolored. Mage. Yeah, yeah ev- oh everything is multicolor. And so I've just been like, alright, well, here's my Stone Cold Serpent. Oh, and then here's Insult Artifact, and here's all that glitters. Oh, hey, look, I have a 2020. I'm going to attack. Can you block? <laughs> It reaches, it tramples, yeah. like it has so many fucking random keywords on it. Yeah. 
pretty great pretty fucking great Ugh. um i'm playing so i'm playing uh two hangerback walkers in the main board and those have been pretty good but i've been a little uh unimpressed for the most part uh i can't i see that they're like kind of creeping in price but i don't uh the games don't go on long enough right, right? Like, exactly yeah uh, and then I tried Walking Ballista, and it was kind of the same deal. So I'm kind of just looking for something else in that slot, honestly. Ballista was really good when um, the cat deck was still around. Yeah. Because it broke up the combo. But yeah. Yeah, maybe you want to look towards something else now. Um, uh, Chief of the Foundry, Steel Overseer. Great, great, great. Uh, I'm playing three Shrapnel Blast. I'm playing two Teamer Battle Rage in my deck. Stubborn be- Denial? Gotta I've, play Stubborn Denial. I, yeah, I'm playing on the sideboard. Um, I'm playing the Battle Rage because a five five because cheese because <laughs> like I hit it for ten on turn two. It was just Steven great. just wants to fucking clown on people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't block. Here's lethal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I'm only playing two Smuggler's Copters, uh, but they've been like not a not a very good pilot no but (laughs) but you know what you know what's really cool is that when you insult artifact it it still has all that text oh it's just a five five that loots when it attacks right i've uh my opponent's pretty okay the guy the creature that like makes the thing into a five five they did that on their copter and i was like (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the mana base is like is like insanely cool. I get to play uh, three Aether Hubs, four Spire of Industries, and then I play four Zalfron Voids, an Inventor's Fair, and Dark Seal Citadels. Like, oh man, Zalfron Void. Yeah, dude. Being able to the, so so being uh being on the on the play Mulliganing and then playing Zalfron Void as your first land is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's absolutely like the bee's knees, like. Okay, well, like, I wish I had a scry here, but I guess I'll just toss, like, my extra Dark Seal Citadel, whatever. Play Zalfron Void. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't need this card on top of my library. Put it in the bottom. And yeah, then, you know, good. drawing into Soul Artifact on turn two is, like, insane. You know, a card has also been really good for similar reasons. Hmm. Once upon a time. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I don't I don't know a deck like that, but God, once upon a time, it's fucking busted. Yeah. Insane um and so that has been that's been like the the deck i've been having the most fun with uh the other deck that i've been like kind of fine-tuning and fine-tweaking has been uh four color graveyard things uh it's playing you know it's playing some it plays the only card that cares about delirium which is traverse the Uvenwald, uh and then mostly playing uh this grim flare yeah i mean it cries in grim flare i, I yeah. play one one grim flare and I haven't even drawn it yet. Out of like the the fifteen games that I've played with it, I've only drawn it zero times. Are you buying all your stuff online? Are you been renting? Or? I'm renting. Yeah, I've really, really enjoyed the the. I know I, I, we really don't have any kind of sponsorship. I don't want to sound like we're showing too much, but I was about to actually. I bought my modern deck that I'd been renting finally, mm-hmm. and and was actually about to to cancel my rental subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pioneer got announced and. It's been so nice. Yeah, it's been not having been to worry great. about stuff getting banned is just so nice. Well, it's, it's it's like it's just this freedom of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play something that you know, and it's not that you don't enjoy the decks that you buy, but it's like like maybe sometimes you buy decks that you're just really familiar with and you're comfortable with online because you know it's kind of a risk to buy anything else. 
So mm-hmm. having this like rental program is just like I get to play like things that I actually enjoy, like that brings me joy when playing. Not something that's like so technical and so like linear or at least like uh mechanical in your head where you're like play this land and then you play that land and then like da, 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 like you're learning deck like you're learning new things when you when you when you rent decks that you don't wouldn't normally buy so you tell me that your true passion in life isn't actually affinity but it's in fact lighting tickets on fire <laughs> yes in, in a way yeah <laughs> no i still i still like i said i, re- I really enjoy the deck it's just you know not great and sometimes and you wish you could play something else like oh man affinity's not doing hot i wish i could just pick up some fucking three color deck and just go to town but i can't because i don't have money but rental service lets you do that it's pretty cool yeah it is it is really nice so recommend so i've been playing this four color your uh, credit limit's high enough to get into whatever deck you're trying to get into yeah i've been at 320 which is like the cost of it's a little less than eating out once like one less meal a week right which has been well worth it because yep. a i'm eating less garbage out and b i'm just like able to play whatever i want to play it's been really nice pretty great yeah uh so my four color graveyard things is a. Uh elder deep fiend as like the not the build around but definitely like the standout but you're also playing like haunted dead and prize amalgams scrap heap scrounger um and 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 uh traverse and kozilek's return uh so you're playing like all these decks like all these cards that just like get a lot of value you're playing stitcher supplier to add to your graveyard and um Oh man, I wish I had my list in front of me because I have like a previous list that I had built. Um, I was playing Grizzly Salvage, but that wasn't cutting it, so I went back to Grapple from the past. Grapple with the past, man, that's a blast. I don't know. I've seen a lot of these grave decks have been playing Salvage, and it's, it's decent. It's it's decent, but the Grapple puts a card back in your hand, like any yeah. card from your graveyard. There's also the what is it? Something. It's it's like one in a green. And it like mills you. One. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like one of the green you mill, and then you put a creature. Uh, uh Wayfinder. No, no, it's a spell. It's like Nissa's. Yeah, there's there's deck. like a handful of them. It was like, it was basically just choosing which one worked best for the deck, and I think the grapple does just because you get to put like you could put a uh, an Elder Defiend back in your hand, so you can like there's this line where you can go like uh, turn four. Uh, sacrifice a, a haunted dead for an elder d fiend and then your next turn to like tap them out for the turn right that they can't do anything on turn three and then or turn four and then your turn their turn five you do it again by sacrificing another deep fiend it's gather the pack i'm sorry gather the pack you uh, put foot five put a creature in hand resting graveyard if you have spell mastery you can put up to two creatures. Two creatures, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, isn't that a sorcery? It is, yeah. I remember this card from the five color Zubera's deck. Oh yeah, that's right, Zubera. That card is not hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Anyways, sorry, that was just pulled it up. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you get to lock him out of turn four. You do it again with another Elder Deep Fiend, sacrificing your old uh, your old Elder Deep Fiend. And then you can, in that same turn, grapple from the past your Elder Defiant back into your hand and do it again for the turn six for the win. Um, 
so you know it's uh it just kind of works with the deck a little better mm-hmm. um but other than that like man i've been i've been enjoying playing those two decks a lot and i've been enjoying seeing what other people are playing uh it's kind of the first time it's kind of like this we're like in this discovery period right where if you hop into a league or you just hop into like uh the one-on-one friendlies uh it's like you don't exactly know what you're sitting across from or you're playing against. There's so much random garbage. There's so, so much random garbage. But you know what? It's also like, it's also not just garbage. Like, like some it's, of these decks are actually really good. They just get overshadowed yeah. by like the, like the insanely busted decks. There is <laughs> a very, cats. Yeah, there's a very good percentage chance that your opponent is going to lead on either an elf or an oath of Nyssa. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or whether or not they're playing cats or devotion, <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone, everyone is playing elves and oath of Nissa, Although oath of Nissa not so much come tomorrow, but <laughs> but I mean, like, the uh, haven't they basically said like from a design standpoint they've chosen they're like basically never going to print Llanowar elves again to standard ever again. But they have like since they said that they did. <laughs> they but literally print- dominant area. Yeah. Yeah. Like they said that like years ago, and then they literally just were like, well, here's Elf. Because green wasn't good enough. Huh. And it still wasn't. You just got to not build busted green cards. That's all. God, green's so good. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's been, been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Like, I think it was the most fun I've had, like playing Magic Online. Yeah, this is like a good seek into our into our main topic. So I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna let you keep talking, but I'm gonna kind of transition in here. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna pass back to you is what I'm saying here. So um, there's there was an announcement to the Pioneer ban list today. Um, they're gonna be doing this every Monday, um, ban or no ban. And today they announced they're banning Feldar Guardian, Oath of Nyssa, and Leyline of Abundance. So they hit two cards from each of the top two decks. They hit. Uh, cat and oath from the cat decks and oath and leyline from the mono green devotion decks which were i think head and shoulders probably the best decks in the format so i feel like i saw a lot of decks playing these cards that weren't like the oath at least and there's a lot of cat decks but oath wasn't everything how do you feel about that steven with like what you were playing against and you know what surprisingly i didn't see uh, a lot of those decks i saw i think i've played against so i think in total i played I want to say somewhere around like 30 matches, which isn't a lot compared to like what you guys are doing. Right. But you just in like the one V one room. Or yeah. I assume the meta is like probably different too. Right. Cause yeah. like there's no money on the line. So right. people are like more open to like trying stuff, which is good. Like for a new format. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I got to play, I got to play against cat once or twice. And then, uh, the, I never saw the green deck. That's why I was like, so baffled. Uh, deck was, insane dude i was like i was absolutely baffled when i saw that i was like what is this deck this is insane yeah it's really gross um it feels so hopeless playing against it like if you get like a few turns into the game and haven't killed them yeah Yeah, it was Um, definitely like the tron of the format but like way more so um but yeah it's uh that seems like like I, I was saying earlier that I didn't I wasn't sure if Leyline of Abundance would cut back on the green deck. I feel like the green deck will still be good. It'll just be not busted. I guess. It's, uh, 
Like, it's kind of hard to tell, right? Because you could go, like, theoretically speaking, you could just pop off on turn three and just, like, untap on turn four and just have, like, an insane amount of mana. They still have, like, the really good uh, Burning Tree Emissary turns. Right. But, like, there's been a lot of, like, you know, burst mana BTE decks in, like, even in Modern, but they use it for aggro. Mm -hmm. But, um... You gotta draw them, and they're, you know you need to multiples for it to be really good. Like obviously, Nissa is still really powerful as like a top end for these decks, and is a really hard card to beat. Like still, like Wait, Nissa pops. is still gonna be really hard for fair decks to Sorry. beat. Sorry, does does Leyline stack? Yeah. Oh yeah, this this yeah. card's fucking busted. All right, cool. Yeah, I get that uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had an opponent where like I played against them in game one, they had three like at on turn zero, and then the game two they had two. It was like fuck, like really? Like obviously Great. that doesn't happen all the time. Right. But like they had they usually had at least one, like most games. And it's just <laughs> you like they play an elf and it's like, oh, do you have removal? No. Well, I'm making a fucking shitload of mana on turn two. <laughs> And like, oh my god. Like, yeah, and they turned to play Nykthos, you're like, oh Yeah, and they had once upon a time to find the Nykthos, like, ugh. Or the dork. Mm. Like, Once Upon a Time is also a pretty egregious card in, in these decks. Um, so, but yeah. So I, I, I guess we can get into, like, the rep, the repercussions of these bans before we kind of move into, like, what what has been winning in, in the, you know, the recent tournaments. Because, uh, surprise, what's been winning has been the decks that these cards got banned from. Yeah. So, Feldar Guardian's pretty self-contained, right? Like, it was in the Cat Combo decks, and that was about it. There were some people trying cute-ass Panharmonicon shit, but, like, it was the Cat decks, by and large, mm-hmm. that this was seeing play in. Um, and there was a variety of flavors. There was uh, the four-color flavors, there was the uh, Just Guy flavors, and then some people were playing a... Uh, Caleb Derward was playing a uh, like a cat-packed version. With, I think was it, is it damn oh, yeah. pact? It's like um the one that kills you. <laughs> demonic pact. Yeah, it's and like harmless offering. <laughs> yeah, and you like give them the yeah, or you could blink it to like reset it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like and they played um Kaya's um Oath, Oath of Kaya. Yeah. So they're they, that was like another angle to take the deck that was a little bit more like grindy, I guess, but in a different way than the 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 four color ones were basically bant decks. There were some bant versions as well, but the four color ones were basically bant with like a very small dash of red for the Sahili. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some were like even more, like they literally played no red cards at all other than Sahili. Um, I ended up kind of close to that, but I had um, I had some sweepers in the board, but other than that, I was just like straight bant. It was just way easier on the mana. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to play none of those dirty, stinking Aether hubs. Some people were playing like an energy version with like harness lightning and aether hub and a tune with aether and rogue refiner and like all this garbage to like support the like you know have bigger harness lightnings and um consistent painless mana with aether hub except for it wasn't actually that consistent it was actually fucking awful <laughs> kevin and i were like testing together a lot and we just hated the card we were like just yeah. give us mana confluence back please and uh, eventually, Jerry Thompson posted an article on SCG that had like a much better looking mana base to my eyes. That was playing like um, the was it the Shadows of Inisherin lands where it's like you would reveal a land from your yeah. hand. It was playing like two of the green white ones, and it, the mana just worked way better in that version. I was mm-hmm. like way happier. I like I tweaked his list a fair bit from how it originally was, but I like kept his mana base because I was like very happy with it. It like worked most of the time. It wasn't very painful. I had like my colors on time. 
uh, and it had actually more red in it than a lot of the other lists that I was seeing. Like it actually had more red sources, mm-hmm. even though it was like taking less damage, which I thought was really nice. Like uh, it's just really well built mana base. I'm not sure if he like got it from someone else or did it himself, but like big fan of that mana base. <laughs> got me through some hard times because <laughs> we were losing a lot of games before to like mana issues. It seemed like mm. just um taking too much damage or like missing colors or just stupid crap um and so like that and playing more once upon a time has really fixed that up a lot and oath of nissa which is the other uh, another card that was banned on the list that card is insane it's in like every deck um i guess they were probably trying to get out in front of oath of nissa being like the brainstorm slash faithless leading of the format that just like the consistency like the consistency engine that everyone had to play right I mean, it's just, it's just like the best cantrip in the format. Oh yeah, like hands down, like by He's far, easily the best cantrip in the format. Because it also it did one other thing that it, the other ones didn't, right? It gets a uh, planeswalker creature right? or land. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it it, it was like, the best. It was the best cantrip in the format, and it had text otherwise. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Let's see. Like, oh, now I can play my f- stupid three mana planeswalkers on time, yeah. regardless okay. of whatever my terrible mana is looking like. That's what yeah, I was exactly. missing about that card. The other text on it. It was really what made the four color cat deck tick yeah. because you could like play all these planeswalkers and not worry about your terrible mana fucking mm-hmm. you over as much. Um, yeah, like you don't need red mana at all. You have both. So, but it was really, it was really telling that the other green decks still played it as a can as a you know a cantrip. Like right. they were still interested in it just for the creature and land. And then sometimes it also adds Nissa. a devotion. Yeah, it finds Nissa, right? Like so. Yeah. Um. Or Vivian, which uh, some of these decks are playing. They they had enough planeswalkers that it was you know they had a very high percentage chance of hitting. Um. And yeah, I was just seeing playing you know a lot of decks because it really just ties the room together. So I'm I'm actually you know I've seen a lot of people kind of like uh, griping about this card getting banned, like oh you know it's uh it's not that powerful like why are they doing this? It's like I'm glad they just cut the shit off before it became like the format's identity right like this is the oaf of nissa format it's like fuck that's just not what we need really like having less of these like one mana consistency tools is probably better (laughs) right and green green is already really strong in this format so i think just taking away one of its like fundamental consistency tools is getting out in front of future issues of green decks i mm-hmm. mean looking forward to decks that are going to be powerful in the format post ban there's still like a couple green decks on this list <laughs> so and and it's it's something to say that they're kind of learning from not their mistakes but just like the other previous formats where it's like like you said like they didn't want like another faithless looting or another brainstorm format right so they're like yeah. okay so what's the one card that literally everyone is playing great yeah let's get rid of it well the issue of brainstorm and um faithless looting were both that they had synergies on top of just doing what they did like brainstorm works insane with fetch lands in in legacy and like you know just like it's a huge consistency tool so like it does more you know it, it does more with other cards right and then like faithless looting was insane because it like enabled all these graveyard strategies and in and you know delve for you know uh Gurmog angler and more than that that was like the the least of the issues but fabulous sitting was just insane in these decks right and it's like well oath of nissa is like gives you uh like a reward for playing planeswalkers in the format that is all about planeswalkers right mm-hmm. like so it's just like it yeah i'm 
glad that they just kind of got out in front of that. So, and then uh, Leyline was just fucking busted. <laughs> uh, having played against it, it just God, it's it's so oppressive. And then it has more text. I don't know if you realize, but it, you can sink mana into it later to put counters on all your guys. Yeah. <laughs> just why? I don't know why, but it does. It's like, oh, it like you know makes your land rolls on steroids, and it's like zero mana for two devotion. Oh, and by the way, it also does something as it's also a mana sink. Yeah, like once you've got all that mana set up, it just turns all your random dorks that you like, you know, spooshed into play into like a bunch of like swole ass beaters. <laughs> so here's here's a question: Can we play abundance in a modern? And have it be good. I mean, I I honestly think you could take the Pioneer deck, like spruce it up a tiny bit, and play it in modern, and do okay at like an F and M. All right, let's like, do it, boys. <laughs> Chris, the, uh, the, the okay. So the problem with <laughs> with the Abundance deck and as a Devotion deck is um, modern Devotion, like ramping Devotion decks are trying to play the Arborelf Utopia Sprawl. Which doesn't interact favorably with abundance. Right, so we just cut that interaction out. <laughs> Got but him. then your drugs are just worse. Yeah. A lot worse. <laughs> but listen, we're going for broke here. Anyways, instead of, <laughs> instead of fantasizing about modern decks, let's talk about these actual pioneer decks. Um, so there was a PTQ on Moto. Uh, won by a Nexus Fog deck. So, uh, yeah, this deck is is uh, is pretty sweet. It's playing, uh, it's playing good, good old Wilderness Reclamation. <laughs> Holy shit! I just got an idea for a really good deck. Yeah, is it? Does it play Nexus of Fate and Wilderness Reclamation? Because uh, this deck does too. <laughs> no, but it, it it could. But no, sorry, Zach, uh, Zach, the pre- previous host, Zach. Um, he made this really, really sweet Guildgate deck. Oh, God. And it was just like fog after fog after fog. And then you can, you know, you can pay, you can you spend the extra money to put like a scapeshift into the deck and just scapeshift into, into <laughs> gates. <Mazes> end. <laughs> yeah, this has been a deck in modern for a while. We should, oh, Why aren't we playing that deck? That deck, that deck is amazing. In Pioneer or in Modern? In Pioneer. I've seen some lists. It's oh, whatever. Doing it. Oh my god. Let's Your ex being Guardian. Fucking Maze's End. Maze's End, dude. <laughs> That's your well, one con. Uh, I've got some ex being Guardians you can have. I drafted a lot of RTR online. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of the weeds. Uh, this deck's playing uh, 4 Dig Through Time, 4 Nexus of Fate, Grove Spiral, 4 Fogs. Um, Supreme Wall. So it's just like cantrips, uh, uh, some fogs, and uh, counter spells, and it just tries to wilderness reclamation and then uh, dig into uh, Nexus Loop and then eventually kill you if a lumbering falls. You laugh, but I think that if we had um, Overgrown Battlement in this format, we would a wall deck would could very well exist. I played against a uh, a big butts deck, uh, a Doran S deck. I was like playing one red prowess, and my opponent led on turn one yoke docks in a league. I was like the fuck <laughs> oh yeah because there's a there's the there's the high, high alert and then yeah. there's uh there's another one from con, high, assault formation assault, assault formation there we go yeah so they played that that and they played tower defense 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and then uh, just uh, like you know the Merfolk that everyone's been using in like the Dredge decks, like the Zero Four Adventure. They're just playing it as a one mana Zero Four. <laughs> like they didn't adventure it at all. Um, yeah. Turns out that deck is really soft to burn spells plus Soulscar Mage. <laughs> it's like really soft to that. <laughs> so Soulscar uh, Mage is a P good card. Yeah, definitely been flexing a lot in this format. I had like a uh, Wicked Wolf, and I tried to like fight something, and I was like, "Oh, Soulscar Mage is not just burn; it's any non-combat damage." Mm-hmm. So my Wicked Wolf just got like fucking slapped. <laughs> it ended up as like a one-one or something. Correct. <laughs> like huh okay then um this is like after eating a food too it would have just fucking died otherwise <laughs> uh so yeah this uh the nexus deck is pretty pretty sweet uh i played against it uh earlier today um it's also got a sweet sideboard tech i'm so happy to see i'm not sure if it'll be a thing as much anymore but display of dominance do you remember this card chris yeah, it's two mana veil summer. Yeah, sort of. But but also can destroy. It can also destroy. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, this card's sick. Uh, it's one of the green instant. Choose one. Destroy target blue or black a non creature permanent, aka like all these fucking blue walkers that are floating around, uh, or permanent you control can't be the target of blue or black spells your opponent's control this turn. So it's not as good as Veil of Summer in like the protection aspect because it doesn't cantrip and doesn't give hexproof. But man. This card just fucking destroys Planeswalkers. Get that shit out of here. Get out. Yeah, it's Oko Killer. <laughs> yeah. It's a Killer. It's a Fairy Killer. So, um, yeah, this one's sweet. I always like the art, too. Uh, so, yeah, that one's sweet. And then uh, the Devotion deck in second. Uh, Todd Anderson took this to, like, a 10-0 finish or something before the top eight. <laughs> it's, like, just crushing kids with it. Good old Castle Garenbrig showing up here, just like in uh, Amulet, just doing the bridging you on mana. Um, copycat deck, uh, a Kethis combo deck, which is kind of cool, kind of getting ported over from standard. Arcwhite deck, uh, a mono green ramp deck, a uh, little different than the Devotion deck. This one's playing like Arboreal Grazers and Elvish Rejuvenators and hour of promise it's like kind of scary too actually it like actually plays deserts <laughs> uh it's kind of like a scape shifty-esque deck kind of feels like red green uh scape shift does in modern playing four copies of ugin the spirit dragon <laughs> yeah man <laughs> it's playing ulamog just we're casting it yeah yeah just just gonna hard cast that big boy no problem and Emmercool for good measure <laughs> uh, I guess you can Garenbrig into your uh, Ulamog. Yeah. <laughs> Most excellent. Uh, we got an Arc White Phoenix deck again, another copycat deck, copycat red deck wins, mono green ramp, uh, mono black aggro deck, which is kind of cool. Uh, which it's not going to show me. There it is. Uh, this is a, like a just a full on aggro deck I've seen floating around. It's playing Castle Locked Twain, which is quite nice. Uh, it's like a uh, like a uh, Frexian Arena when you're empty-handed, basically. You don't have to be empty-handed, but you take a lot of damage if you're not. Um, I've really been liking that card in these black decks as like a way to refuel. Uh, and then, of course, they're playing Mutavault, a nice beater for a monocolored deck. Uh, and then they've got Bloodsoaked Champions and Knight of the Ebon Legion, which is like a card that's actually been kind of impressing me. It seems kind of piddly as a 
one mana one two but like the the second ability that at the beginning of your upkeep if a player has lost four more life this turn he gets a plus one plus one counter is like quite good and then it's got like the the best root walla ability i've ever seen in my fucking life like root walla is like what two and a green for plus two plus two this one's yeah. two and a black for plus three plus three death touch until end of turn just turns on its second Much ability better. on its own yeah like doesn't doesn't have a limit on how many times you can do it either like yeah this is this is this is advanced root walla <laughs> uh so yeah this card's pretty solid um don't overlook that one uh murderous rider which we'll be seeing a lot of in this format until the end of time this card's just really solid um despite what steven may have thought <laughs> kind of throw some shade there uh and then just some 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 random beaters from there some phyrexian revokers which uh kind of makes sense for the planeswalkers uh fatal push thought smugglers copter uh this deck's just sweet good aggro deck four noxious grasps in the sideboard dear lord yeah 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 cool, cool deck whatever uh but, <laughs> so can we just fantasize for a second about how how hot our promise would be if field of the dead was a desert oh field of the desert 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 field of the desert it's like our promise go get field plus another land make two zombies off your field oh look i i have three deserts make two more zombies off my our promise yikes <laughs> fucking yikes no thanks no thanks do not want although they should just reprint primeval titan instead <laughs> chris is like gonna refuse to play this format until they uh they print primeval titan into it i mean they're they're printing corsets again right so here's your chance watsy please <laughs> Oh god. It's time for prime time the format. Chris, you're gonna just start brewing up a storm, huh? What are you uh, what are you interested in playing in this format, Chris? What has piked your interest, piqued your interest? Uh so I ha- I've been a bit busy, so I've had too much time to like dig that that deep into um what people are playing in Pioneer. Uh, obviously the Mono Green deck was busted. So that obviously um, looked very interesting to me. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, I have... Um, what's a good word? Aspirations. I have, I have hope that we can see a a good competitive Jeskai Ascendancy deck. Oh, God. In Pioneer. <laughs> well, I'll talk to Ivan. <laughs> I 100% agree. People 100%. are talking about... Um, Get your like you can play Emery. Yeah. You can still play Emery with it. So you can, like Emery and Tormod's Crypt still goes infinite, and you still have access to Mox Amber. Um, or you can go a different the a different route with um, Sylvan Awakening. <laughs> so turn all your lands into creatures, and then any spell will untap all your lands because they're not creatures. It's like a build your own root awakening. <laughs> yeah, but it's less <laughs> mana. And so the the other cool thing is that Sylvan Awakening makes your lands indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for the rest of your turn, like, you're comboing off your lands, you can't even get them blown up by something. <laughs> uh, and because it's all your lands, you get... Because the, the problem with Death Sky Sanity combo in Pioneer is that you don't have any, like, actually good one-mana cantrips. Opt? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So, like, in the, the modern versions of the deck, you can sit there with one Fate Stitcher or one, like, Carry Added or whatever... 
and cycle, 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 cycle. Like just turn through your deck until you find a second face stitcher or something. So then you can start getting positive on mana with one mana cantrips with two untappers. But uh, in Pioneer, the one mana cantrips all suck. They just suck. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> so the you can't team even do that with two. <laughs> like you can't even net mana because all your playable cantrips are two mana. So if, even if you have double carry added, you're not even netting any mana to do anything. I don't know, man. So Treasure Cruise is pretty with, good. With um, Silver Awakening, at least you'll have three mana dorks, quote-unquote dorks, so that your two mana cantrips will still net you positive mana to, you know, do something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Treasure Cruise is a really good one mana cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> is this a cantrip? <laughs> The fuck I think you'll find in the 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 new fetch land format, Treasure Cruise is not quite. Well, you exhausted. spend you're you're casting all these bad cantrips. You just you're just using them so you can cast the good cantrip. But it's like they're just aren't even like they just don't exist. Like the one mana cantrips, as you're playing fucking garbage, like crash through. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to play green cantrips. Warlords of Fury. You have to play Ugh. all the green cantrips. There well, Othamnus is banned now, so... There's, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's more man. One also, Othamnus wasn't even a real cantrip in the deck because it doesn't cantrip into more cantrips. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it doesn't even go to the graveyard for your treasure cruise. It doesn't even find Othamnus. So bad. See, Othamnus is a trash card. It won't be missed. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Seriously, though, um, when, when the, the stream was on over the weekend, and I think, I think Talvike was like, Oh, this looks like Chris's kind of deck. And it was the, the Seasons Past deck. Uh yummy. I love Seasons Past deck. So so let's let's see. That's our next tournament we're gonna look at anyway. So the one we were watching is the Nerd Rage Gaming um championship series for Pioneer. They had 160 players. Uh that was what we were watching over the weekend while we cubed. So Chris, what did you, you saw a, a, a <laughs> you saw a pile? Yeah, so it <laughs> So the seasons past, like green, black seasons past. Ah, uh, yes, seventeenth place, Phil Silberman. <laughs> yeah. So, looking at this deck, you might ask yourself, "How do you actually win the game?" Well, you see, good, good sir, we have uh, two Field of the Dead <laughs> in the deck because cards pretty good, actually. <laughs> And there's also a walking ballista. There's also a a mastermind's acquisition with like, what is this uh, nine one ofs in the sideboard or something like that? Or yeah, six, but but none of these cards in your sideboard seven. are like, you know, Kalidas game winning <laughs> tireless you know. tracker. So, for those who who are uninformed, seasons past puts it. On the bottom of his owner's library when it resolves. Okay, it doesn't so, so like, But like read the whole card. Like I'm sure there's people who don't even know what it does. Alright, for, for those um uncultured people out there, <laughs> Seasons Past is a mythic rare that is six mana, four and two green. This is return any number of cards with different converted mana costs from your graveyard to your hand, put seasons past on the bottom of its owner's library. So in the no olden decking days, here. in the olden days, what you would do is you played this with a pact, uh, the black one that gives you uh, 
like six black mana if you have uh, spell mastery. Dark petition. Dark it's petition. A ritual, right. Yeah. Dark ritual is three mana. But yeah. And then uh, they're still doing that. It's in the deck. <laughs> great. It should be in the deck. And then after that, you just keep cycling all of these like packs and uh, and seasons pass in your deck. But on top of that, you're doing like like one mana removal spells and two mana removal spells and encounter spells if you're playing blue. And then you just get to lock your opponent out of the game forever. Yeah, and so you're just playing four Fabled Passage. Because it's like the only fetch land in the format. So that's a zero drop you can bring back. And every time you play Fabled Passage, you make some zombies with Field of the Dead. Eh? Yummy. And so you Seasons Fast, and you get back, you know, your Dark Petition, and you just Dark Petition for Seasons Fast the next turn. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat, huh? All the while, you're getting back a 4-drop, like maybe Vasca's Contempt or Languish. How about a 3-drop? Maybe Hero's Down for Read the Bones. 2-drop, maybe Abrupt Decay, Assassin's Trophy. And 1-drop, maybe Fatal Push, Thoughtseize. You know. And if you don't really feel like getting Heal Passage anymore, you can just rebuy your Walking Ballista over and over and, and over, over and, and over, over and over and over again. Great. Fucking great. <laughs> and eventually you have a billion mana. So you could just, you know, play a fat ballista and just machine gun your opponent while attacking with some undisclosed number of zombies. Yep, that's definitely your type of deck. <laughs> just grind him to the friggin' ground. Ugh. Who hurt um, you? <laughs> other, oh yeah, other than this deck, um, I've been really kind of hoping and thinking about um, Reclamation decks. Uh, I think because you know what? Finally, maybe time for um, Search for Scanted to come back into the limelight. Oh, maybe. But you know what? You can turn that deck into a Reclamation deck. Seasons Past? (laughs) Seasons Past Reclamation. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, think how hot this deck would be with some Reclamations and a a, a plus one to Fairy. Right? You know, like, main phase, seasons passed, go to my step, untap on my lands, uh, hour of promise into, <laughs> mm. like, like, holding priority, cast my languish, I don't mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. kill the board, make some zombies, trophy something, thought sees you, I don't know. <laughs> just, just nuts. Uh. But yeah, the, the Reclamation decks with um, Ascantis seems pretty hot. Although um, I have... I, I just really want someone to, to play um, Approach. <laughs> yeah, some of the blue-white decks have been doing that. But yeah, Nexus Fate's pretty, pretty dumb. <laughs> what a dumb card. Yeah. So, at the... Uh, Nerd Rage Gaming Championship Series. It was won by Hardened Scales, uh, a deck that was not hit by the bands. It is not playing Oath of Nyssa. <laughs> um, this deck is kind of scary. 
It does the is same stone quail serpent. Yeah, stone quail serpent. It's playing like experiment one, pelt collector, winding constrictor, rish car, good old stone quail serpent, hangerback walker, ballista, nissa voices, and the car hardened skills. Once upon a time, some lands and a sideboard. This deck is like a pile of four ofs. Everything in the main deck is a four of except for rish car, which is a two of, and then six forests. <laughs> Everything else is a four of. This deck's pretty wild. Um, I remember like the initial builds were playing Steel Overseers. Mm-hmm. No more. Yeah, just not good enough. <clears throat> Why play Shitty Steel Overseer? That can't put counters on your Pelt Collector. Yeah. Yeah, this deck is <laughs> Rishkar. Played against this one earlier too. This one is it's uh it's consistent, it's aggressive, and uh it puts a lot of power on the board. And it does so in a way that's somewhat difficult to interact with. Um, you know, uh, Experiment 1 having the ability to potentially regenerate itself, Pelt Collector getting bigger when other stuff dies, um, Serpent having some built-in protection, and then Walker and Ballista obviously just being, you know, removal uh, resist- resistant on their own. And then Nissa is a Planeswalker that uh, protects herself. Just a very good deck. Goes wide, goes tall, does it very quickly wouldn't be surprised if this is the best or one of the best decks in the format moving forward and definitely something to keep an eye on um not sure what uh what it would take to knock this deck down a bit if it is head and shoulders above everything else i guess once upon a time could be a next card to be on the chopping block uh, this card does get destroyed by blight beetle however if <laughs> you guys seen this card uh i'll have to pull it up so i can get the exact text but this is like the boogeyman card for uh hardened skills right now <laughs> is it it's it's a one and a black one one with pro green and it says creatures your opponents control can't have one one counters put on them and that that includes wow. like that includes like being cast so like ballista hangerback walker and stone coil zero <laughs> just like pay four mana for a ballista you go straight to the yard yeah just straight to the fucking yard yeah wow. this yeah this this card <laughs> fucking destroys hard skills uh you can't abrupt decay it like. Thought seize or hope it. you already you have to already have a ballista or a thought seize. Yeah, they're not playing push. Uh at least this version isn't, but maybe they should be. Um so yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yikes, yeah. Blight Beetle is a hell of a hate card for this deck. <laughs> Wait, why are we playing four light leyline of the void? Hey, what? Why is the deck playing four leyline of the void? Uh I assume because of the um there's there's a um like a dredge-esque deck oh um right. with uh it also stops nexus of fate and um also um phoenix mm. okay um although stone call serpent blocks um phoenix is okay-ish i guess i don't know, i just feel like there's better cards than the landline of the void that just have uh more versatility but i guess that's just i mean me. the deck probably doesn't need to board that much like, like looking at the sideboard, like, like scavenging the, ooze is just a far better card than Leyline of the Void in this deck. Yeah, but sometimes you just need to have answers. Guess. I don't know. Early in the format too, maybe they were worried about something busted showing up that feeds on the graveyard. Well, I guess they're just not scared of anything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Second place is it Phoenix? Also, a very solid deck, not hit by the bands. Is it? It's a really good deck, dude. <laughs> It's, it's a, like that was just a pun. Oh. It wasn't an actual question. Uh, 
Because <laughs> 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 to play four treasure crews card is insane. Thing in the ice are quite just as good as it always was, although a lot harder to turn on in this format. Casting often lightning axes. <laughs> this is like your one mana enabler is not a cantrip, it's just lightning axe. Like, play a creature, please, so I can lightning axe it. <laughs> Take a counter off my thing in the ice, put a phoenix in the yard. <laughs> Crackling Drake and Treasure Cruise, best friends. Yeah. I was like trying to figure out um why no one was playing um the uh, other the, one the, the x one? The, the x red red spell yeah. that um uh, got added in out was it hour of devastation no, yeah. hour, hour the one not power of promise the one yeah it like lets you cast an instant and a sorcery if that mana cost or less right uh-huh and it's just like because you could do it for three mana in modern and like get your instant and sorcery but in pioneer all your shit is like a two it's all two drops right. and they're all they're all like instants so like charter course is like the only sorcery yeah it's like five mana yeah so. i guess you can play strategic planning but like yeah it's like it's so bad it's like five mana it's like well this is just not playable so that's a bummer i guess if you're on the strategic planning version it would be better but a lot of people are playing thrill of possibility which is an instant, so <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, we got Monogreen Devotion in third, band moving on. Abzan Agra. This deck is sweet. You guys wanted to see uh wanted to see some some fleece some watch wolves. You got a fleece main lion here. <laughs> Rakash R- Rakshasa Death Dealer. <laughs> yeah, it's just um it's, it's a cat deck. It's yeah. it's literally just the standard deck. Warden Ooh. of the first tree. Oh baby. It's the standard deck plus Gideon Blackblade. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just with like, with Assassin's it is trophy. trophy. It is trophy. Yeah, yeah, it's got a trophy and some pushes. Yeah, like <laughs> there's not much different about this deck than what it was in oh, standard. Sideboard oh. ritual of such. Destroy it. Wait, was it? Destroy kills your... everything except for your siege yep. rhinos and your and oh wait, is it three or less? Okay, yeah. so your siege runners and your fleece main line and lions stick around. I mean, your uh, Gideon Blackblade also does not die. Correct. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> uh, another Bant Nexus deck, uh, Mono Green Devotion, piloted by none other than Sam Black. Four color super friends. This list, man. This list did me a fucking head scratch. It's like it's the, it's a Sahili cat deck, but it's got Narset, Jay's Architect of Thought, Nickel Bolas, Dragon God, Teferi Hero of Dominaria, three prophetic prisms. Beautiful. What Absolutely the, beautiful. This deck is You know what's crazy to me? This deck is not playing a single copy of Oath of Nessa. <laughs> yeah. True facts. Who needs it? Is prophetic it, Prism? Same thing. Same this deck this deck is not not playing green that's why <laughs> not a, not a yeah. green mana insight Nico pulls dragon god got him <laughs> yeah like two languish and a yehini's expertise like what the fuck oh man yehini's expertise is sweet though absolutely yehini's expertise put your prophetic prism into play <laughs> i mean not only that you could just put a oath planeswalker into play oh yeah or oath of kaya yeah yeah his expertise <laughs> seems insane actually <laughs> uh, man clear the board play my planeswalker go i just want to play dumpster fires of his expertise and three mana planeswalkers now what have i done <laughs> oh no this sounds amazing 
You're just oh. like, oh, 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 oh. So you're just like Yeheni and then Narset and then minus put a Narset. Fucking Oko, I'll put an Oko into play. Like, like <laughs> it's just, it, it's the done deal, man. It's it's a wrap. Oh. It's, yeah. Like, you play Oko. Like, Oko makes things into three threes. This gives everything minus three, minus three. Like, that's a combo. <laughs> Yeah, expertise in you can you can you can you can if anything didn't die to the Yanni's expertise, you can just put an oath of power to finish it off. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Got him. You can you can Yeheni into into uh into uh Oko. Yoko. Yoko into Oko and then and then make your search for his Kanta a three three and then attack with it. Uh, it doesn't sir, work, sir. Not. Yeah. Does it's an not? enchantment. Not oh, an artifact. damn. <laughs> Attacking. You can't it. turn your prophetic prison you into an elk. <laughs> there we go. That's the actual line. There we go. Okay, we've added. We fixed the deck by adding green to it. Yep. <laughs> Clearly. Just take okay. the red out. You're not. You're, you're not playing Sahili anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Nickel Bolas Dragon God. <laughs> Done. Eh. We don't need it. We're gonna be playing Okos and 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 some other green if creature. If you're gonna play a, a red super friends deck, you gotta play Sarkin. Oh, so man. you can play Nico Bulls yes. Dragon Dragon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the the only red cards in the deck are Nicobolus and Sahili, so I mean right, cut him. Yep. Cut him, shove some Okos in there. Done. Mar. This card is way too red. You need to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should place uh, all the red mana in the mana base for green. Holy crap! So you get a uh, uh, what breeding pool and a. I think you want more green than that, so you can consistently play Oko on three. But yeah, I mean, you have mana confluence. You have you have <laughs> interplanar. Uh, why are they? Passage. The real question is why are they only playing one interplanar beacon? Like this, this is a rookie number. Is got to get those numbers up. <laughs> That's uh, that's pretty true, actually. The mana base is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's got eleven one ofs. The mana base is basically half one ofs. <laughs> yeah. So what you're telling me is the Zach needs to fit in some um, field of the dead. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, like prophetic prism looking real good after playing of Arkham's Astrolabe <laughs> as much as I have been. True. <laughs> like, hmm, this card's pretty good. But it also like adds to snow count and shit in modern, which is why it's actually like playable. So, well, yeah, now it also becomes an elk, <laughs> which uh, your astrolabe also does. Yeah, um, a snow elk. Also, something we're pointing out is down in tenth place, we have our first Azorius control deck. Their 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 two mana removal split is just well, no, their 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 removal is just tragic. <laughs> Cut two Deccan stones, breath. two last breaths, two Skywhaler shots. <laughs> hey, that's a good card, right? No, it's you not. It's, it's terrible. You shut up. It's great. The card is fucking garbage. It's oh man, it's like the classic standard control deck problem where your removal like doesn't hit small things sometimes or doesn't hit big things sometimes. You're just sitting here getting like fucking wailed on by some cheap thing with a Skywhaler shot in your wait, hand. Wait, wait, this is bad what why aren't we playing uh white white exile creatures attacking it's not all it's just one 
No. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the White, White two. Yeah. The cards settle the record. Settle the record. Settle the record. Like, people have been testing it, and the verdict was not very good. Apparently. Well, why? I don't know, but probably because he'll play too many goddamn basic lands. But yeah. like, I guess it's because probably because if you like wipe all their <laughs> stupid idiots, they just have a big idiot in hand. They're like, oh, I get to play this big idiot now. And then you just <laughs> untap and supreme verdict. I don't know. Or Sphinx's Rev and not even care. Couldn't tell you, man. Anyways, kudos, eh, kudos. Not enough uh, reclamations in this deck. <laughs> yeah, kudos to this person actually making blue-white work, because it's been off to a rough start. Fave Wishes. Which one's this one? A card sweet, man. Choose a non-creature card you want from outside of the game. Reveal it, put it in your hand. Discard two cards. Uh, that's not bad, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty good. It's it's been showing up in control. It's it's not bad. Jeff Hoogland in twenty fourth place with Simic Eldrazi. Someone on the saw us on the stream. I think it was Tall Mike, and he's like, "John, this is, looks like your kind of deck." I think he's like choosing decks for all of us off the stream. By the way, Chris. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, this looks like your kind of deck." I was like, "Really?" Like, why? And everyone's like, "You played Bant Eldrazi for like two years." I was like, "Yeah, because it was good." Does this look good? Not convinced. <laughs> Well, Jeff Hoogland's playing it, so it's definitely not good. All right. Well, okay. So we we found the deck for Steven. <laughs> because it plays four of Deathrite Shaman. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, that card is... You been... know what else is playing four of? Zetalpa. Oh, that deck. Dude, Kevin's got such a boner for this deck, he, you don't even know. He's He's excited. And, and look what's in the sideboard. Three copies of Caustic Caterpillar. Yep. Wait, how does this deck... This is bad. No, it's not. It's insane. This deck is bad. It's... It's, it's, it's not that bad. This deck is pretty bad. <laughs> it's, uh... Soul Flare OP, what do you mean? Let me just say, this is a really good lot left troll deck. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Uh, so this version, I don't like this version because they're not playing. Um, so the the better way to build this deck is to cut all the bad cards. You see, this person just got it all wrong. You're not supposed to play bad cards. You're supposed to play good cards in your magic deck, and they forgot that. I mean, you Jeff Hoogland doesn't ever know that. You don't. It's not Jeff Hoogland, but you don't play all this fucking hot garbage. You play uh, Questing Beast. Wait, Questing Jeff, Beast? Are we not looking has, at Jeff Hoogland's deck? No, this is Ben Mean Means deck, Soul Flayer deck. Ben, how far did you guys go? Jesus. We were just talking about sixteenth right. place. Look, I mean, you're telling me that if you soul flare a Samu, that's not hot. <laughs> Man's not hot. <laughs> Man's not hot. <laughs> boom boom. It's good about boom. Skidat. I mean, it's no Zapalta. Okay, but, I yeah. lied. I lied. This deck is awesome. Okay, so you got to play Questing V's because Questing V's has like twenty fucking keywords on it. It's got what haste, death touch, vigilance. Does it have trample? No. It's like yeah. Anyways, it's you can yeah. just play the the XX the 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 You're supposed to, the the artifact we we were just talking about. The X gets pro it only gain multicolor like, trample and reach. Oh. Actually, what do you even gain reach? You just play it for zero. 
You can only give it first strike, double strike, death touch, haste, text proof, indestructible, lifelink, reach. Oh, it is a good reach. Trample and vigilant. It's all yeah, the so keywords. You just want to play this deck as like uh like a Jund or a green black deck that just like plays reasonable stuff and then has a few bad cards. Yeah. But this deck has a lot of fucking bad cards. Uh, Zatalpa is not a bad card. Yeah. Bullmaker is like worse than uh the, yeah, like why the, are they bullmat career like get the fuck out of here yeah like, you need you need the the gingerbread dude i wouldn't play that either why why That's even worse. why <laughs> would you play these fucking terrible one drops when you could play questing beast which has haste <laughs> that works too i was just saying the bullmat career I mean, Samut has haste hazard has haste yeah these are reasonable cards wait so why are you playing death Rite shaman have something to do if you're fucking egregiously because large vol- you could actually make a mana because you vomit all these cards in your graveyard with like wayfinder and um like yeah when you're not soul playing them it actually stuff. like lets you like ramp out your big beasties like oh, sure. ahead of curve which makes the deck like more reasonable in plain sure. b mode literally every so i have two death ray chums in my in my emerge deck every time i played it people just fatal pushed it she said <laughs> Seems like a waste of a fatal push. <laughs> well, I mean, Although I guess like really, fatal like, push is pretty bad against the other things you're doing. So. I mean, not really. Like it was like if they fatal push me, then my stitcher supplier next turn just sucks. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like in that deck is is like in that deck. That's why Chaman's really good. But I was hoping that people would be like, "Oh, Deathrite Chaman, how innocuous, how dumb for this format." And get to live, but it never did. <laughs> <laughs> DRS, man. DRS has not been impressing, let me tell you. Anyways, um so yeah, we got a we got a pile of, of decks. It was also a challenge. Uh let's see, was there any uh I'm trying to see if there's any other sweet decks here. I think we've gone the, over all the decks. It's a I vampire deck. Clyde the Glide Drexler, which is one of the best moto names ever. This guy's like an institution. Uh was playing the 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 vampire deck, which is sick with uh Soren Imperious Bloodlord. Have you played against uh I played against a deck like this in modern actually, and I got whomped on. <laughs> all, that I, insane. all I care about is that it's playing Grey Merchant. Yeah, Grey Merchant is pretty sweet as top end. Yeah. Kalidus is a vampire. It is. You just soar in minus, put in your Kalidus. Is this a curve? <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides that, we're we've gone over all the decks. Like these are all the decks in the format. Actually, there's one other deck I want to go over. I got I got just no no. This deck is sweet. You guys you guys will appreciate this. Maybe. Uh, so there's this Simic Stompy deck. I got fucking destroyed by. And it plays um like all the like three mana beefy guys. You play like an elf on turn one, and then you play like Lovestruck Beast or Steel Leaf Champion or Yorvo Lord of Garenbrig. <laughs> like all this garbage. And then you play a you play a turn three Serac <laughs> or Questing Beast. You just freaking dome people for like a ton of freaking damage. And then it has Galta as its top end. This deck puts out so much damage so fast, it's absurd. Like, it's got a little bit of interaction of Brazen Borrower, and then it's got blue for Oko and Stubborn Denial, and the, and the Borrowers, obviously. This deck puts out damage so fast, though. Like, all the different stuff I've played against, like, this just... Yeah, I got... 
destroyed by this guy. He actually put up a uh, 5-0 today with the deck. I'm pretty sure this is the li I'm pretty sure like this was the 5-0 he like beat me on. Um this is really really gross. Uh just like the the curve out on this deck is just crazy. Um anyways. Um so yeah, this deck <laughs> this deck uh is really good for grinding leagues at least i think because uh i don't think a lot of people are very well uh set up to like play against it but i think we're getting low on time here so we're gonna skip over modern not much to talk about other than where is it being everywhere big surprise SGs uh last weekend before this one opening classic were like basically full of sultai where is it decks and a few grixis where is it decks so yeah Anyways, we're going to get into our slot of the week where we go over what we're super hyped to play in our deck or as our deck right now. Steven, what are you super hyped about? Have we, uh, have we turned into the, to the Pioneer cast instead of the Modern cast now? I mean, for now, yeah. There's not a lot going on. <laughs> there's just not a lot going on in Modern right now, and there's a lot going on in Pioneer. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, my slot of the week is... Um... Man, I have so many cards that I want to play with, to be right. honest with you. Like, just <laughs> so many cards I want to play with. Um, I think I'm going to give the 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 decks that I've been playing a rest. Um, I think I own most of the affinity cards. I think I only, like, I, the only cards that I have purchased or have rented are, like, the newer cards that cost, like, five bucks a pop. Um so I think I'll still be playing that every now and then. But I think what I want to try to do is see if I can, with my allowance, build a uh, build either a Hardened Scales deck that's uh, like affinity-centric or, um, I don't know, man. There's so many cards I really just want to play with. <laughs> no, like, there's I, just a lot going on in the format right now. It's like... What kind of, what sort of jank can we find? Right? It's just oh man. It's really so it's like basically at this point I'm at like I can't play once upon a time decks and I can't play Teferi decks because those just destroy my allowance. Um Burn decks are boring. Mono and green. bad. What? I said and bad. Yeah, that too. Uh a Targa Red is very interesting. Uh, I did I had some success with that when it was in standard. Um the Targa Red's fine. The, the Prowess decks were very underwhelming. I yeah. would not recommend the Prowess decks. The Targa Red has been a bit more impressive. A Targa Red has those like gets has like those get gotcha moments, right? Where it's just like I'm gonna attack for seven, and your opponent's like, eh, I don't have to block this turn. I'll take it, and then you're like, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> surprise! Give it plus six and double strike. And they're like, try to push it, and then you say, no, Hexproof. Um, so it has like, you know, those gate gotcha games where you just like cheese out super easy wins. Um, uh, and then like, I don't know, man. I want to play with Baby Jace. Baby Jace is good. I want to play with Thoughtseize. I, I, the Bant, the, the Bant, the, the, the Mazes on deck sounds really interesting to me. Uh, if you make it in like a Ugh. like a control kind of shell, Ugh. I think it could definitely work. Uh, and then I just you just play scape shift and you just scape shift into it. Like, oh look at that! 
I got mazes. I got all these different mazes. Amazing. But on Wow. Not mazes, you got a lot of gates. <laughs> oh right, right. I got a I got a bunch of gates. And and this one maze. Uh, I don't know if if you just if you just take a look through through like the the MTG Goldfish list of decks, like there's just something for everybody right now. It's so cool. Oh, that's another card I want to play with. Uh, <laughs> like like dude, I'm just scrolling and I just see like other random cards. Ooh, uh, piece of candy. Thassa. Ooh, piece of candy. Dude, play, uh, play like a Thassa deck, dude. I've got I have gotten beaten down by a few Thassa decks. Like a Temp- Tempest Gen and Thassa and Are you just like Master of Waves and you're just like, oh look at all these elementals, you're gonna die. Something kinda awkward with that deck is like you really wanna play Mutavault and you really wanna play like Tempest Gen and they do not jive very well together. No, not even close, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh what else? The, yes, yeah, so the, there's like a whole Merfolk deck in this format. Like that's insane. And there's a goblins deck and then alright, I'll start talking. It's just <laughs> Every everything sounds really everything looks really cool and I'm just I'm bummed that the format seems to be like skewing towards like these really powerful planeswalkers, which obviously they're powerful and they're good for a reason. But like Oko, Teferi, um Sahili, not so much anymore, but like we're all all the good decks are kind of like warping around these these big powerful cards and I wish that the Sahili not a powerful planeswalker at all. I mean, no, but the but the combo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, she's been. Let me tell you, I haven't cast quite a few Sahilis in my uh, last two weeks. That card fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> God, that card is fucking terrible. The best thing I've done with that card that wasn't combo killing people was copying Wicked Wolf. That was pretty hot. Aside from that, not so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the more linear decks that come out instead of all these like really intricate multicolored decks doing a lot of things yeah yeah the mana is just really good surprisingly yeah for a non-fetch line format uh what about you chris what do you what do you store for well uh if i'm looking at a pioneer if you want to just take you know if you're complaining about these stupid planeswalkers like oko then clearly the answer is just go over the top and Pick your favorite flavor of Field of the Dead deck. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you can make the Gates deck into a Field of the Dead deck. Oh my god! Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. why not? I mean, that does that like, does take the box for different names of land. Yeah. <laughs> I was scrolling through the, the challenge, and look what I stumbled upon in 19th place. It's a deck playing 30 fucking lands. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> fucking oh, no. beautiful. Oh no. How many of them are Field of the Dead? Four. Which place is this? In 19th. 19th On the what? Place. In the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, that is a lot of lands. Ooh, Arboreal Grazer. Spring yeah. to mind. That's a card. Four Sphinx's Revelations. You can build this deck in paper. It's super easy to build in paper, yeah. They're doing this, uh, they're doing, uh, well, our local shop's doing, uh, Pioneer every Sunday, Chris. You could bring this next Sunday. Oh man! I can't oh, wait. dude, dude, it plays our revelation. You could edit it so you could get him edited to have Rolf on him like my playmat. <laughs> oh my god! Mini doors, yes, Jace boy. And it's an approach deck. <laughs> uh, 
no longer best friends was it friendship and ended with amulet now now what i don't even know what you call this now 30 land deck is my best friend (laughs) more lands than amulet what makes you think i have all these lands john i know i have most of them yeah you probably have the rest like let's between, see between that, both of you between both of you i'm sure you guys have all these i'm sure and mike still has a yeah mike definitely has approach of the second sun let's see here and the ones you don't okay, have so i, I don't cheap, have, super cheap i only have the blue white temple i do not have an irrigated farmland what i have that i, I don't have fabled passage passage or castle vantress and i don't have blast zone i have the rest i have blast zone yeah so we just need a single fabled passage there you go and elvish rejuvenator is a common there you go and hour of revelation is well, probably, probably cost anything. yeah yeah no we could put this deck together really easy how many sphinxes roses do you have <laughs> four i think approach of the second son why because why sphinxes not don't ask just don't ask <laughs> I played a lot of really bad blue white decks long before the deck was even approaching playable in modern. <laughs> These were desperate times. We played calciform pools. <laughs> Wait, is there uh, like a version of Rejuvenator or uh or Spring that's like for non basics? Uh Rejuvenator says put a land. It doesn't have to be basic. Ooh. It's just any land. Ooh. Yeah, man. Let's workshop this, Chris. After the cast is over, we'll uh, let's download this deck list for later. <laughs> I can't just play the Seasons Pass deck. This is way cooler. The Seasons eh? Pass, man. Anyways, <laughs> so is is that your slot of the week, Chris? What do, what is this even called? What do you what do you even call this? Lands. Lands. I'd call it lands. Yeah. Pioneer. Pioneer. Bant lands. Or like I don't know. I guess you could say like pioneer uh, deadlands, bant hopes and dreams, hour of lands, hour of lands. Yeah, approach of the second land. I, I think like <laughs> dig through lands. Yeah, dig through lands. Yeah, with Def- the only dig one dig through time. Get the fuck out. Yeah, sphinx's revelation. <laughs> land spiral. Pro- <laughs> Hour of land. That's that's it. Hour of land. That's that's what your opponent feels when they sit down against you. <laughs> You're going to time. It's How many times do you do you just shuffle up the deck and draw seven cards and just seven lands and you're like, maybe this is fine. <laughs> I mean that's just like that's like your your uh platonic ideal of, of magic, right? Like <laughs> Look, what you know, we have some game life land, some scratch. We got some, we got action. We got action. <laughs> Castle Vantress, is this action? Uh, shit. Wow, four mana to cycle this irrigated farmland. <laughs> Man, yeah, I feel like this list could use some workshopping, but I like it. I feel like one of each temple is not not ideal. One of each temple, you're, including Temple Garden. <laughs> you're playing Field of the Dead. Four of them. Yeah. You gotta have diversity. I mean... Facts. Man, I don't know, man. True facts. <laughs> I think you can afford some, some more lands that aren't fucking one-ofs. <laughs> two forests, two plains. 
everything else a one of really like <laughs> maybe how how often can you actually play a Boreal Grazer on turn one? Not yeah, very. Yeah. How many times does that matter? Zero. Absolutely zero. I'll tell you that right <laughs> because, now. Because, like, you can't play anything on turn two because your second land also comes into yeah, play. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer, you probably prefer not to get your face eaten by a Soul Scar Mage or a Swiss Spear. Dude, Tranquil Grove. Gain a life. <laughs> gain a life. Uh, want to buy one pristine talisman. <laughs> Could use some life gain in here. Uh, yeah, these Grove Spirals are working overtime. <laughs> Anyway, clearly <laughs> you need to be playing. Um, was it Nissa's Renewal or whatever? Yeah, goddamn. Anyway, John, six mana, what's your slide seven? of the week before we before my, we start workshopping here? <laughs> my uh, my deck I'm super interested in right now is I just want to again play what I I uh, out of the two best decks, the one that appeals to me more, or what I what I perceive to be the two best decks. Which is uh, Scales and Phoenix. Phoenix is definitely the one that appeals to me more. So I'm going to be starting there. Although this Simic Stompy deck um, looks like a really good way to just like grind grind poor poor people trying to just play sweet decks in the, prime, the Pioneer League queues under your boot heel. Like I'm pretty sure this deck probably just like humps people like very easily. <laughs> Especially since there is banning so everyone's going to be like brewing again. It's like, I don't know. It's going to be even more garbage in the leagues for a few days. Seems hot. Just play uh, play your 3-mana 5-4. Can't be blocked by their freaking elves. Steel Leaf Champion OP. Uh, But yeah, Ar- uh, the Arc White deck is just like really, really powerful, really good. If I had to like, go to a tournament like tomorrow, I would play the Arc White deck for sure. Um, So that's definitely my deck of the week. Uh, And Treasure Cruise is sweet. Love that card. Missed casting it. So, is yeah. it now now the only format it's legal in, right? Uh it's restricted and vintage. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's the only format you can play four of them, I think. Unless there's like some I mean Frontier, I guess. Do they ban it in Frontier? I don't know. Not a real Frontier had a ban list. Did it? I don't know. Not a not a real format. So who cares? But yeah, this is I think the only like real format you can play four of, uh, Treasure Cruise in. So yeah, it's hot. <laughs> uh, thinking the ice is pretty solid against all the creature shit that people's doing in this format too. Removal is terrible. Wild Slash looking pretty fucking bad against Thing in the Ice. Not gonna lie. Um, so having them have to two for one year two drop feels real nice like Tarmogoyf levels back back when back when Goyf was good before Fatal Push in Modern hmm. everyone playing red based removal was like <laughs> the Goyf it's uh, here it reminds me we need to make a teamer deck too yeah with 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 Oko. Savage Knuckle Blade oh big Nux I'd rather pay three mana and get an Oko I'd <laughs> rather punch you in the face we big need Nux. Big Nux. Big Nux. I mean, sure, you're over there paying three mana for Oko. I'm over here paying three mana for Elvis Rejuvenate. <laughs> Who's really getting ahead? Facts. On board? Uh, <laughs> no, in life. Just life. What are you going to do? Turn my 1 1 into an elk? Correct. Ah! <laughs> Probably just going to attack you with an elk. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. God. Pretty sure any deck playing Oko has a pretty pretty good time until the field of the dead hits play and then it's all bets are off at that point 
Dude, this deck went seven and one in the challenge. Like, <laughs> it was, I don't know, man. It went seven and one. This deck looks like a garbage fire too. Holy crap! Like this See, deck has definitely not not been fully work, uh, fully tweaked and workshopped. And it has three five O's with different people. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. All and right. you know what? Okay, so so if we just look at this deck, right? <laughs> we can also just add gates and or, or yeah we just add one gate and God and damn. whatever instead of temples we can eh, maybe temples are, are slightly important but you need all 10 gates steven yeah but doesn't do very well cast a supreme fucking verdict <laughs> <laughs> but like it's <laughs> worth it is it is it though I think so. For the memes, for the memes. Speaking of the memes and playing five color monstrosities, there was uh there was someone that uh five owed with a burn deck. And it was uh their what was their name? It was like Burn 420 or something like that. And they played five color burn in a modern league and five owed and they had a single Oko in their sideboard. God, what a troll. <laughs> What a, what, that's what a meme lord yeah yeah let's see here let me see if i can find it what a, what a god i'm like did someone just make this like oh it's just burn 420 this is their name <laughs> yeah just burn 420 yeah <laughs> what a what a god Imagine thinking that like, you're in the clear against this burn deck because you're like, oh, I'm just gonna like madcap into Platinum Empyrean and then you just play an Oko from the board and turn it into an elk and kill you. <laughs> Hashtag got him. That's when you uninstall MTGO. Yeah. I'd be so livid. Let me see. Can I? Yeah, so let's see here. Oh, is it in the challenge? I'm sorry. It was in the challenge, I think. Even better. Let's see here. Yeah, so it was in the challenge. They went seven and one. <laughs> they have a single Delver of Secrets. Uh, they have a single... They're playing four City of Brass, four Gemstone Mine, four Mana Confluence. They've got a, a Delver, four Bump of the Night, four Tarkus Command, four Boros Charms. <laughs> And the sideboard's got an Oko in it, and then like normal, normal-ish burn stuff <laughs> for the mirror, right? Like, could you imagine you sit down to play the mirror, your opponent goes like turn like they they play like a normal burn game game one, and then game two they're like turn one Delver of Secrets, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you like play a goblin guy yeah, just like <laughs> mana confluence delver of secrets what <laughs> like, turn upkeep flip reveal bump on the night attack you for three <clears throat> <laughs> turn three oko plus you're like what <laughs> what what just happened like i just like got galaxy brain like this person is like the meme of the guy sitting on his own brain. <laughs> you like play an Eidolon. Like, oh man, I don't want to take the answer to anymore. Turns into an elk. Guys <laughs> are so ridiculous. This is the best. It's the best. Like, like, 
What the hell? This person is living the dream. Seven and one. Like, holy shit. Wonder what their final finish was, because they must have made top eight. So, I'm assuming. Goldfish doesn't show standings correctly, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. You said you wanted to play Vitarka's Command, Steven. No, I didn't. Didn't you? I thought you said no. you liked Tarka's Command. No, I, I said I wanted to play a Tarka Red. Similar decks, there are none. What a <laughs> shocker. <laughs> Color me surprised. <laughs> Man, how great must it feel to be oh, that guy? Yeah, right? Like, my god. <laughs> anyways, save me from myself on editing this. <laughs> I think that brings us to an end we got really we tried it we tried we really tried to like seek into the end here and got way out in the weeds at the end between the 30 land elvish rejuvenator deck and five color burn by just burn 420 <laughs> but uh thanks for checking us out and sticking around to the very end especially this episode <laughs> if you're wondering where you can find more of our content you can head on over to mtgconflicts.com you can also find us on facebook and twitter under the same name you can support us and join the mtg conflicts community at patreon.com slash mtg conflicts or by buying mtg conflict shirts and swag on rebel.com you can check out links to those on our facebook and twitter pages if you have any suggestions or comments please reach out to us we'd love to read them again we really do appreciate you sticking around and we hope you'll join us in the next one